Welcome to the Yoga Pants Podcast. I'm Sarah Ratliff. And I'm Nicole DeBoom. We're two successful female entrepreneurs who are running multiple businesses. We came together when I wanted to sell my business, Skirt Sports, and Sarah was ready to expand her Be Inspired Brands empire. That's right. I decided to combine the best women's fitness apparel in the world with my Zuma Women's Running Series. Today, I run multiple businesses, all geared toward inspiring and motivating active women to live their best lives. We come together weekly-ish to connect, share, and have candid conversations about what really matters to active women at all ages and stages. We're so glad you're here. Thanks for listening. Now enjoy the show. Hello, friends. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Nicole. Hello, Sarah. You're looking chippered today. Oh, I am. Well, yeah. I feel I feel great. Well, I'm good. Excited. It, I get to talk to you. I get to talk to our friends. I mean, you must be employing um, the topic of today: the four things that lead to a happy life, right? Well, maybe I am. Yeah, I don't know. You're going to have to fill me in more because you're living it. You're I can't living help it. You. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, we're, we're just diving right into this one, obviously, because we don't want to waste anybody's time. When you're talking about a happy life, it doesn't have to be complicated. So a couple of years ago, I read The Blue Zones, which is a book written by a guy named Dan Butner, who did this big study on the parts of the world. And he, he actually like defined seven areas or something for the book where people live the longest. And in doing the research for this like concept of longevity, he also realized that there's a subset of places in the world where people are the happiest. And I was like, oh my gosh, I am so interested. I want to see all these places. What are they doing? How do they do this? And he, he was on a podcast and he goes, you know what? We should get him on our podcast, Sarah. But he goes, awesome. you know what? It's really pretty basic. There's four things. There's four things that everybody, not everybody, but people who live in these places that have the highest happiness ratings, four things that are important to them. So we thought today we would do an episode based on the four things that Dan Butner said <laughs> are needed for happiness, uh -huh. but that truly resonated with you and me and that are really quite simple. So let's kick it yeah. off. You ready? I am. I'm excited. I love the conversation. All right, cool. So the first thing that all these places have in common is that people have something to do. Something to do. So this could be a career, right? Mm -hmm. A big hobby. Something to do that gives them purpose every day. Tell me what you think about that. I think that's so, I think it's so true. I remember when my mom kind of um, transitioned from career to retirement and she was like, well, she just struggled, right? You know, well, what am I going to do all day? You know, and not just, you know, when we say something to do, it's not necessarily, you know, sitting around and watching TV. I mean, if that is what makes you happy, that can, but I think what he's, referencing is that there's there's a way that you're contributing right because yeah. how am i contributing to society 
um, in it gives some you way. Purpose. It's something that gives purpose. you purpose every day. Yeah. yeah. Like people who need you and there's a reason that I'm showing up and it matter. you know, and it matters that I'm here. I think that that's the thing. So um, I love and I love that because, right, we kind of build this society around where you work and then you retire and then and then you just I don't know, you just retire. And I don't think that that's always true. No matter what, as people, we want to stay busy and we want to we want to feel like we're bringing something to the table and doing something. Well, and I will I share that, I will share personally mm-hmm. That for over 15 years, I woke up and jumped out of bed with a to-do list in my head with one million things on it to do every day. And now that is you, Sarah, right? It is me. It is you. And that is not me anymore. I no longer have that. And so I have spent the last couple years giving myself a different kind of purpose. And I have realized that on the days that I wake up and I I haven't really defined that purpose for the day that I do start to feel less happy. You know, and part of that may be that many of us are wired to feel productive and that productive is a good feeling. Um, And when you don't have that, it's hard to sink into not having a big, huge purpose. But... um, I do think that when you are have that purpose, it actually triggers you to be inspired. And being inspired is an incredible feeling. Even when I there's agree. challenges. Yeah. It's so but it's so true. I, I agree with that completely. And I it's, I think it's an interesting perspective because I literally do have your job. Uh, <laughs> and yes. you're right. I do have I have so many things so many things to do but it it feels it feels good so i love that okay so number one is you have to have something to do yes but sarah i know we're trying to get through this but i have to tell you that part of having all those things to do that feels good is because you are making things for people both products and services that make them feel good so i'm just going to tag that and something to do that helps people feel good is even better and Sarah, you're doing you it know right Well, Nicole, I would agree completely. I think that's why, <laughs> you know, I think about it often. I show up or I, I get up and I it doesn't ever feel like work. I don't want to say it doesn't ever, but like it feels good. It's I love doing what, what we're doing and that we have and the products that we just it's wonderful. It's a wonderful um, thing to be able to do. So, yes. Okay. Moving on. So I agree. Number one, something to do. So the keys to happiness and an inspired life. Um, something to do, someone to love. And That's I you know what two. I love about this list? Yeah. I love about this list of four. It's not like it's a complicated list of how to be happy and live long. It's four things. And they're simple. They're simple things that literally everyone can do. You have something to do. And then number two is you have someone to love. And that doesn't mean like a romantic partner per se. It could be your freaking dog. You know, actually, it is dogs for a lot of people. Yeah. Dogs actually kind of awesome and sometimes better than people. You know, in both of these situations, actually, probably all four, we're coming out of a pandemic. When the pandemic Mm -hmm. hit, 
a lot of people lost their jobs. They lost something to do. Many people's relationships hit the fan um, and or they had to f- get so isolated that they could stop. They they had to stop interacting with the people they love. So many of these things, and you'll hear on the next ones, were affected by the the point in life that we're just now starting to come through the other side of. And uh, I think this episode, this conversation is so relevant to what we're going through today to reground us coming out of this like completely unprecedented time. So yeah, when you have someone to love, it just, it, I don't know, it just helps you feel less alone. That's it. It does. I agree completely. I know. There's just such a good feeling there. I mean, I'm not even sure what to say about that. It's like, it's so self-explanatory. Yeah, like it's easy. Something to do, someone to love. Mm-hmm. And then that actually, I think it's an interesting point you bring up about the pandemic. And I'm watching this happen a lot because, um, especially from races, you know, it, you really couldn't plan. I mean, honestly, we, we're not even a year out of the pandemic. Last year in January, is when um, the Omicron variant came through. I remember because that's when my family got sick was last January. So we're not even a year out. And so you really, there was this feeling of like, you know, you used to be able to plan a year, two years ahead of time. And then it was like, well, now I can plan six months ahead of time. Wait, now I can plan three. Oh, wait a second. I can only plan like a day ahead of time, you know? And you lo- you couldn't necessarily... You didn't even want to make plans because it's almost like you knew they were going to get canceled or you were fearful that they were going to get canceled. Um, So the third point that we're getting to on kind of um, people that live that have happy, inspired, long lives is something to look forward to. Yes. And and that doesn't have to be. I mean, it, it doesn't have to be, you know, some giant trip or I mean. Even just looking forward to accomplishing your goals that year or looking forward to seeing a family member or, you know, running your race. I mean, something to look forward to that propels you throughout the day. I think it's so important. It really is. Because, Nicole, I remember you talked to me about this. You told me you like to have something to look forward to and you like to plan further out. So, yeah, absolutely. Tell me about that. Well, I think, you know, when pandemic hit, you mentioned like it doesn't have to be a big trip. But for a lot of people, it is a trip. It doesn't have to be a huge trip, but it could be true. getting away for a weekend, um, going to see your parents who live in Florida, you know, or whatever. Uh-huh. And um, when pandemic hit, it was like, oh, sorry, no more travel. You can't go anywhere. You can't fly anywhere. You can't see old people because they could die because you might be carrying COVID even though you don't know it. And like, we just all felt so isolated and stuck. And personally, I didn't really travel for a couple of years. And I am now planning trips. And I am yeah. so looking forward to all of these trips, even if they're just a weekend here or there um, on a super budget tightrope. You know, it doesn't matter. Um, I just it's time to get out there and explore again. And, 
You know, I personally, like you said, I do like to plan ahead. And even when I was at Skirt, I would I would get off on planning like nine months out. I'd be like, here's what we're going to be doing for this. But then, you know, you have to be flexible for the moment. True. What's going to actually be happening in the world. But it was fun to me to be able to like think about what could be. And that is what we would have. What could be. Right. And it's hope. You know what that is? It's hope, hope for what what could possibly be. To me, that that one thing, something to look forward to, is kind of that idea of of hope for what could, what could be. Do you know what I look forward to? What this is silly, but it's something new that's brought so much joy to my to my life. But um, we, uh, my son, started playing basketball at the YMCA, and I've been coaching his team. So on Tuesdays, we have practice and on Saturdays, we have games. And I'm telling you, it's one of the highlights of my, one of the highlights of my week. Because not only do it, is it something to do, which I love, I, I forgot how much I love being in the gym and playing basketball. But like, there's also all these kids there that look up to you and like, just want to soak up whatever. Like, it's so much fun. So it's something that I get to look forward to. And someone um, to and love. you know what? I know it is. It's someone to love. Well, and I get to watch my son like he's getting better every week. And it's it's just to watch his confidence rise. But do you know what else it is? It brings us to the fourth and final point, which was fully unplanned. I was just wanted to tell you about basketball, which I love it. But number four is a way to give back. So which is exactly what that is, right? I get to give back a little bit. Um, And it's. Yeah, and, and what's funny? Back. Yeah, go ahead. And it gives so much. Well, it gives so much more to me when you give. When you give, and that's just an example. But when you give, to, when you give back in some way, you actually get back twofold. You know what you've given because you feel so good about helping someone else. You know. Oh, so, I mean, for sure. Simple. It is so simple. And, you know, giving back doesn't mean you have to go to a soup kitchen and volunteer in this kind of traditional volunteer mindset. Giving back, it's in all kinds of ways. I mean, it can be subtly mentoring somebody that neither of you realize it's really happening, but you walk away feeling better, right? It can be so many things. It can... It can literally just be going out there and smiling at strangers because they need a yes. lift in their day, <laughs> you know, but I love yeah. that you're doing that. And I think, you know, the point is you can be happier and more inspired and live a more inspired, happy life by just every once in a while reminding yourself of these four points. Let's repeat yeah. them. Go for it. Okay. Something to do someone to love, something to look forward to, and some way to give back. Well, and Nicole, this brings me to two points. One is, if you're listening to this or you're ever listening to this and you feel you're not living kind of your happiest life, I just suggest go through these points and go, am I hitting all of these? Which one am I missing, right? Maybe you have three, but you're missing the fourth one. You know, how can you take these points, something to do, someone to love, someone to look forward to, and some way to get back? And then, you know, kind of fix or change or update one of those and maybe balance out kind of that feeling of 
of, of happiness and just, you know, you're feeling a purpose. But I do want to invite you, um, if you're listening, we are embarking on a really fun, amazing journey um, called New Year Inspired Life this year, where you can join us, you can help set a plan for the year and honestly live an inspired life. So some of this work here, you know, if you want to belong, if you want to feel like you're part of a community and tribe, um, I'm really excited about this project um, and bringing everyone together and kind of um, creating this amazing, wonderful life together. So I invite you. Um, there's more information about it on um, at skirtsports.com um, and uh, sign up to get on the newsletter and we'll send you some more information about it. Oh, and while you're there, use the code we have created just for you, our podcast listeners, Pod20. There's still time to uh, give back to the people in your life by by getting them an incredible uh, gift of fitness, love, and inspiration this holiday season. And I didn't even read that. That just came out. I know, that was great. That just rolled off your tongue. Boom, that. Love it. (laughs) All right. Well, that's it for today. Let's get out there uh, and live some inspired lives. Love it. See you later. Thanks for tuning in to the Yoga Pants Podcast. As always, we'd love to hear from you. So please reach out with any comments, questions, and suggestions for future topic. Now grab those yoga pants, ladies, get out there and get busy living your best life. See you next time.